Welcome to the Student Ministry Podcast. My name is Steve Cullum, and here we are at episode 39 of the Student Ministry Podcast. We're so grateful that you're here. Whether this is your first time or you've been tuning in for all 38 episodes before that, we're so grateful that you keep coming back and uh, and listening to the podcast every month. If you have not subscribed yet, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. That would be awesome. And if you know others in student ministry, whether they be youth pastors, full-time youth pastors, or that they be uh, volunteers or small group leaders or just parents or other leaders who just occasionally help out. If they have any sort of connection with student ministry, be sure to share these stories with others. And that's what we really want to focus on is, is stories. As you guys have probably been able to tell over the last 38 episodes, we, I love talking with other youth pastors and other youth workers about their stories. How did God get them into their ministry? And we have another one here today with Austin Williams. Austin is the student pastor at a church in Villa Rica, Georgia. He's going to tell you all about it in just a bit and also about his new podcast that he started. And uh, you can hear, like I said, all about that in just a bit when we dive into that interview. Austin's been, uh, it was a great interview just because I got to hear a little bit about his heart behind ministry and some of the struggles that he had early on and how God just blessed that when he handed everything over to God and said, okay, God, it's about what you want for this ministry and not about what I want. It's not about my name or anything like that. He handed it over in this humble attitude. And and God has just been blessing it, and it's been awesome to hear about what God has done in his uh, in his ministry. But before we jump into that uh, interview, we do want to thank our sponsors. Our sponsors are awesome uh, because they keep giving uh, to make this podcast happen every month. And so first, we want to thank Work Camp NE. Um, you, you've heard me talk about this. If you're not new to the podcast, you've heard me over and over talk about WorkCamp NE. They've been a longtime sponsor, but also a longtime partner. If you're looking for an opportunity for your students to go and serve, but kind of beyond the regular mission trip, mission trips are awesome and mission trips are great. And I highly recommend them for your ministry. But if you're looking for something that goes a little, a few steps beyond the traditional mission trip, WorkCamp NE is one of those opportunities for you. You can check out their website at WOR. R-K-C-A-M-P-N-E.com. And they have several trips that are already planned that youth groups from around the world come together uh, to, to serve, but also they do private uh, trips if you're, if you're looking for something different. So make sure you do contact them and uh, tell them that the Student Ministry Podcast sent you. We also want to thank our other sponsor of the National Network of Youth Ministries. Their website is youthworkers.net, and they are all about connecting youth workers together. So often we try to do ministry on on our own. And we're in our own little silo, our own little world, trying to figure it out on our own. And, and it's time to stop that, guys. It's time to stop that, uh, that that solo sort of attitude. We need to actually lean upon each other. In fact, the the stat out there, it says that youth pastors will actually stay in a church for anywhere between 18, to two, 18 months to two years. But actually, that stat doubles when they're in a network, an active network where they have support and prayer and encouragement from other youth workers around them. So if you've been looking for a network around you, check out youthworkers.net to see what what opportunities are already there for you to get plugged in in your own community. And if there isn't one, be sure to start one. There's a lot of different resources on there that you can check out to start your own network. Again, we thank WorkCamp NE and the National Network of Youth Ministries for sponsoring this episode of the Student Ministry Podcast. And with all that being said, let's dive into this interview with Austin Williams. Hey, Austin, how's it going? 
Great, man. Thanks for having me on. I'm super excited. Yeah, I'm really excited to have you today, too. And uh, for some of you that maybe are, are not familiar with Austin, uh, could you go ahead and just start off with uh, telling us a little bit about your story, maybe um, how you came into relationship with Christ, and, uh, and also how you got into ministry in the first place? So I am, um, I'm the high school pastor at First Baptist Villarica, and I've been here uh, a little over five years and um, I guess, kind of long story short, I, I kind of grew up in ministry. Uh, my, my dad was a youth pastor. Uh, I think he started when he was 26 and um, moved us into a, a, a trailer park when I was like five. And uh, he started going to school and uh, to become a youth pastor. So basically, uh, I grew up around it. I was always, I was like that. PK yeah. that was like at every youth event that everyone was annoyed by, I think, because, uh, you know, they'd be like, why is right. this fourth grader at fourth grade camp? You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, um, so that's, that's kind of what I was always surrounded by. And then, um, I kind of had my stage of, uh, where I was also the other kind of classic PK where I was the, the troublemaker in mm-hmm. school. Um, uh, and I say that in, in jest, I, I don't, really think I got in trouble, but I did a lot of dumb things <laughs> and, um, you know, partied and, and all that stuff. And uh, I didn't really have a plan for after high school. And, um, anyway, I moved in the, to a different high school in the middle of my high school career. Um, I think it was in 11th grade. I moved to a So in uh, ninth and 10th grade, I went to a, a really big school, uh, here in, in the West Georgia area. And when we moved, I moved to a tiny school uh, where like basically like we had new kids every day at my first high school that like it just like was a thing at my new high school. Uh, I was the new yeah. kid. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, uh, totally different dynamic. Uh, I hated every second oh. of it uh, my first year only because I was just so used to just kind of being uh, lost in a mm-hmm. crowd of people. And then, uh, so I had to really like the first two months of this new high school in 11th grade, I would eat lunch in my car because I, I walked into the cafeteria during lunch on my first day. And it was like a, almost like a movie. Like everyone just got quiet and looked at wow. me and I was like, Nope. And I turned around <laughs> and I walked out and, uh, Cause I'm a, I'm pretty, I would say I'm an extrovert, but all of a sudden I was like, Nope, I'm the most introverted kid I've ever known. And, um, sat in my car. And then one day I, I remember talking to my dad and I was like, yeah, I, this just isn't my thing. It's a small school. It's a, it's a different kind of vibe here. Um, and he was like, he just challenged me. He said, look, you, I, I would just do, you know, sit at a different lunch table every day or, or find a way to make friends. And so one day I did, I started sitting with a different table every day and, um, and made friends with a lot of kids that like, I never would have been friends with at my first mm-hmm. school. And, um, and I think that was kind of the driving force for ministry. Um, by senior year, I, I had a lot of friends at this school, and uh, some of them were going into ministry, and they kept saying, what do you want to do? And I was like, I don't know, military? I don't know. And uh, one day I remember sitting in my room, and I felt called. I, I don't really know how to explain it. I, I know a lot of guys have a different perspective. Um, I, I just kind of felt it, whatever that is. I just remember praying, and I was like, I think, I think I'm feel called to ministry. So, uh, long story medium. I went to, uh, I went to uh, a college in North Carolina. It's called Fruitland Bible okay. college. And, uh, went there for two years, worked at a church 
uh, called Mud Creek for two years. And um, when I, I graduated with an associates and um, First Baptist Villarica was in need of a, a youth pastor. And so uh, back in my kind of hometown, so I moved back to uh, moved back to Georgia and um, been here ever since. Wow. So been here for five years and I'm loving every second of it. Met my wife here. Um, we've been married for three years and uh, it's been really crazy, man. It's been, it's been, a, it's been a blast. Yeah. These past that's five awesome. Years. I think maybe you're one of the first people that I talked to on this podcast that is actually a, a son of a youth pastor. A lot of times we do have, uh, you know, PKs and everything, but usually it's a, of a preacher or something. And so this is, this is cool to see kind of the, the bloodline, if you will, within youth ministry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's in the blood now. We are. <laughs> We are interlinked. Nice. Is your uh, is your father still in in youth ministry or? So no, crazy. Uh, we when I said I wanted to go into ministry, um, we kind of had this kind of funny like conversation, like, "Hey, what if one day we did ministry mm-hmm. together?" Which like it, it happens, but it doesn't really happen. I think in a lot of places, and if it does, sometimes it ends up being a disaster. Um, but he's actually the senior pastor. Here oh, okay. Now. And, yeah, and it um, and I can get into all that later, but yeah, he he's uh, he's the senior pastor of the first church he's ever been the senior pastor of, and it is uh, it has been it has been a crazy awesome five yeah, years. I'm sure. Wow, that that's really cool. Yeah, I, uh, my calling to, to youth ministry kind of happened in in high school as well. I did not have any any family members within. Um, my my immediate family that were were in ministry, but uh, but I kind of got it modeled for me through, my, especially my grandfather who was a, a big volunteer within the church and kind of just stood out to me. But but yeah, I can I can kind of identify a little bit with that that calling. It just kind of happened. I mean, I could identify some things that kind of pointed to that, but uh, but yeah, it was just kind of what one day you're like, you know what? I think this is the path that God wants me to to go on. And uh, that's really yeah, cool. Yeah, I know exactly what you yeah, mean. That's awesome. So uh, let's talk about your ministry a little bit. Um, so you are the the student pastor at uh, at your church. Um, what is, what does that look like? What's your uh, responsibilities look like? And what's your what kind of ministry? Un- unpack the ministry a little bit. So uh, we came here. I, like I'm going to be super like real right now. Uh, I had zero expectations. <laughs> Like, uh, I came in, like, I, I think a lot of young, cause I, so when I came here to be the youth pastor, I was 21 and, uh, or I think I was just about turned 22. And, um, so kind of, I think the expectation for the church was like, Hey, we hired a young guy to run the youth, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And I felt that. And so, um, that was kind of my vibe too. was like, well, I'll, I'll just be the young guy that tries to relate, uh, to the, to the, the teenagers. Well, you know, that I just was. So, um, zero expectations, but I, I did have this kind of like, um, I I don't think this is for like, I don't think this is true for everybody. So I'm not generalizing to anyone (laughs) listening, but I think a lot of younger youth pastors come in with this kind of hotshot mentality. (laughs) And I had that for sure. And I I remember that Wednesday night, it was our first Wednesday. Um, I, I guess I didn't really pay attention to the room but they kind of did worship the way they'd always done it. My kind of goal was just see what they do. And then I would preach and kind of give a vision. Mm-hmm. And, um, I had all my notes on this like cool little iPad mini. And, uh, I wore my dopest flannel button down, like unbuttoned halfway <laughs> and, um, in my best skinny pants and got on the, I remember the, the, 
I, I still dress that way today, so I don't know why I'm making fun of who I am now. But anyway, I got up, I got up on the stage, and uh, I turned around, and man, there were eight. I had eight students, eight. I count them like to this day, and and three of them are still in the youth uh, right now. They're they're eleventh graders. Um, they were sixth graders at the time. Uh, eight students all spread out, <laughs> and I had, and I had two leaders that were sitting in the very back, just kind of smiling, yeah. you know. Like, Good luck. <laughs> and, um, and man, if you saw this town, like Villarica, where I'm at now. Um, so I grew up in Douglasville, which is right next to Villarica. Douglasville is a huge community. Uh, and Villarica would be considered a medium to small size town. So it's kind of rural. Um, so I, it was kind of like I, that hit me right when I stood yeah. on stage. I was like, wait, where am I? <laughs> you know? And, um, I saw them all and I remember I put my notes down and I just looked at them and it was like, God, God was like, you need to be real. Stop trying to be this like trendy Austin. Just be real. And uh, man, I looked at him. I was like, look, all eight of you, <laughs> I said, this is either going to be the best thing ever or we're just going to be another youth group lost in the wind of small youth groups that, you know, like we just do things the way we do them and we can try and be different, but everyone's different. So we're all the same. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, let's, let's, let's make this thing what we know God can make it be. And, um, I don't know if our pastor coined this phrase. Uh, so, you know, if, if, if you're listening and your pastor actually says this, then, uh, Hey, we're the same, but, uh, our pastor always says dream a dream so big that if it comes true, only God could do it. And, uh, so I, I remember thinking that and, um, I was like, guys, listen, uh, we can either make this awesome or it can just be what it is. And I said, so I'm going to challenge this youth ministry. I want us to double in size by next week. Now, that didn't mean anything to eight kids, you know, like, all right, let's, let's double eight and let's see yeah. what happens. But, man, the next week we had 17 nice. and we doubled it and then won. And that, like, changed my whole mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, a little while later, I remember sitting outside by the youth area before we started. And we had a couple of, I think we had about 20 that night. They were kind of running around. We were getting ready to start worship. And I was sitting with my new worship leader. We were talking, and he looked at me. He came from my uh, where we grew up, so we've always okay. known each other. And he looked at me. He's like, "Dude, what are we doing here?" And I was like, "Dude, I I don't know, but I hope God has a big plan." And long story short, um, we the about three years later, we hit two hundred on a Wednesday night, wow. and God was doing some big things. And um, we were in a basement with some trailers. And, um, now we have this brand new, uh, just opened up last, uh, April. So it's about to be a year old new youth facility, um, with a gym and a middle school worship space, a high school worship space. And, uh, our connect groups are, are going great on Sunday mornings. Wednesday nights are, are booming. Um, and it's just all because of what God's doing, uh, in this ministry. And, um, it's been really cool to see and like that. And that's what I was saying earlier earlier these past five years have been crazy yeah. uh to see what god's doing yeah that's awesome just uh to be a part of uh of something where where god's clearly moving and just uh to be along for that ride that must be awesome yeah man it's insane it's really cool it's so so yeah so what's uh what what is your programming structure look like there and uh I'm, I'm assuming it's probably changed a little bit over the years um and stuff but uh how did you kind of fall into what you guys are doing and and what does that look like right now so, uh, essentially what we kind of started doing, um, you know, to really make it as, as, I mean, it's very spiritual obviously, but to make it really practical as well, 
um, a lot of what we did was I, I wanted the students to kind of own the the worship experience mm-hmm. and own Sunday mornings, not just like come to a program at a church. So uh, I kind of sat down with some of who I kind of identified as key leadership students and told them exactly what I wanted to see and that it was going to be up to them to make it happen. And uh, we would pray together, start a little vision team with some leaders. Um, every year we started kind of a new, uh, I guess you'd call it vision, uh, where, I, so I'd called, I think my third year here, I called it the year of the leader. And basically I dedicated that whole year to growing our, our leadership, college and adult leaders. <clears throat> and, um, and so we, I mean, we just went full on recruiting and, uh, uh, doubled our leadership that year. I think we, we have about 35 leaders that are real strong, real solid. They're going to be there at every event. And, um, and, and that was cool to see. So really, uh, honing in on our adult leaders was a big thing because they're just going to be extensions of what I, of the vision I cast. So, um, I, I would say that's one big thing. The, the advice I give to every student pastor that I talk to is really hone in on your leaders uh, and don't make it to where you're just you're just trying to get them to recruit them, form relationships yeah. with them. Um, that's a big, big key to it. And and so when we started getting them involved, um, it helped with, with the students. They started taking it seriously because the leaders were taking it seriously. And uh I think about three or four years later, we started this cool thing that anyone can use. Uh, We started doing this thing called Campus Reps, a cooler program we started where um, we we identify key students, middle school and high school. And if I'm about so um, uh, we write our own stuff as far as like a series that we do. Um, So if I develop a series, if I write out a series, then I got a guy that makes graphics. And so – He'll make the graphics. We'll all look at it together. I'll approve it. And then we'll send out like these cool little videos, cool graphics and all this stuff. Call it like a Dropbox and um, or a care package. And these students, their one job is to represent us at their campus. Mm. So campus rep. So they um, their whole job that week or that Wednesday is to promote, 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 promote. Wear the T-shirts, wear the 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 hats, the bracelets, you know. Uh, put out the posters, anything that they could possibly do. And then when they come on a Wednesday, uh, we have, we have worship. Uh, we have a nice little worship team that, that helps with that. And uh, it's like a, every Wednesday night, it's like a Super Bowl to us. So we take it very seriously. And um, they come in and it's like very dynamic worship. Um, a lot of times I'll preach or I'll have a guest, um, but I'm sort of the lead communicator. And then, um, so I'll, I'll preach, uh, one of the series we're doing, make it very intentional. Uh, and then at the end we have our new gym. So they'll hang out in the gym for about an hour and then go home. And then Sundays are, are very, um, you know, kind of what you expect. They come, we do uh, some worship together in the high school area and then they break off into connect groups and then we, we make, uh, the main service a thing. So that's just kind of what we do, uh, throughout the, that's kind of our weekday program is uh, a lot of being in the schools and um, promoting from within the schools because that's where they're at. We take social media very, very seriously here. It's a big tool for us. Um, 
So yeah, and then you have your big events, summer camp, D now, all that kind okay. of stuff. That's really cool. I love that uh, that you you kind of identify those students to. I think it's sometimes, um, at least I found we we like to uh, you know <laughs> encourage our students to to really do something in the school and reach out to their friends. But but I wonder how often we we really equip them. Like it seems like you guys really have and said here's here's the tools to actually to go and do that. Um, and here we're right. counting on you and empower them to actually go out and do it. And and you're going to try to equip them and and, and uh, train them and, and do everything that they need to actually succeed in that. So. Yeah, that's really, really cool. One of the things that kind of stands out to me, it seems uh, that you kind of have a, a parallel situation from your from your childhood, at least in your high school time, coming from that bigger school to a small school situation, going through that personally, and then all of a sudden stepping into that in your ministry. Has that ever kind of stood out to you, kind of the, the parallel stories there? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, and I'm glad you, you mentioned that because it, it has been something, you know, it took me a while to realize that, but I, I truly believe God was preparing me for, for where I am. And, um, that's been a big thing. Cause I was very much, you know, I mean, like I said, I, I'm very open about it. I came in thinking I was this hot shot and, and, uh, it was like, God was, he humbled me in both places. And, uh, so you allow him to take over and then you can see what happens. Yeah. So. Man, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So on top of, uh, of your ministry, I, I, I know you also have a podcast. Um, how's that going and, and what's that all about? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we just started it. It's been in the works for, um, you know, nine months. Uh, the, the, the goal was to, to start it like a year ago and it just wasn't coming out the way I wanted it to. Uh, but now it's ready. It's called Your Story Matters. Uh, I'm a big perspectives guy. I like to learn the perspectives of other people. Uh, whether I agree with them or disagree mm-hmm. with them, I want to know why they come from where they come from. Um, so we're going to have some cool guys on. Uh, actually, when I get off of this podcast, um, right after, I'm actually interviewing Ben Trueblood uh, from Lifeway. He's the head of student ministries cool. there. And um, so basically, it's just a really chill kind of thing. You know, uh, people from all walks of life share their story, um, how they got to where they got to, redemption stories, and then. Um, I also want to share the stories of extraordinary positions where like, uh, for example, I have a trucker who's going to be on, uh, in a couple of weeks, you know, what, what is that like? Just random. I I don't know. It's interesting to me. Hopefully it'll be interesting to other people. Uh, but yeah, man, it's, uh, two episodes are coming out uh, this week. Cool. So cool. Before we wrap up, we do want to, uh, to just ask you for some tips. Maybe you've shared a lot of wisdom already in the short time we've been talking, but uh, if you were – a lot of times I, I love to, to ask this question kind of couched in uh, the the idea of if you were to go back in time and tell your younger self, here's some tips that would have helped you um, earlier on um, now that you know what you know now. Um, what are some, some tips and tricks that you would share with other youth pastors out there? Man, um, my younger <laughs> self um, – I, you know, I, I, a lot of it is, is, oh, it's going to sound so weird, but it, it helped me, but don't like, don't take it too seriously, but also take it very seriously. Um, I think a lot of people come in with this mentality, like I'm going to be the next Billy Graham of this youth group. And, um, and, and I mean, that's cool to have that sort of like drive, but don't let the drive drive you because if, if you get stuck in that, then when it doesn't happen, it's all about prioritizing. So if you prioritize, the, the correct way. So what's the most important outcome in your student ministry? You know, um, if that's your priority, then, um, 
when you reach the goal. So, you know, if your goal is baptizing students or if your goal is, you know, um, making your student ministry dynamic, not just like numerically, but spiritually, um, if that's your goal, then, then, then go get it. But, um, I, I would say, you know, have fun and, and, and align your vision with the church's vision. I, there's so many broken youth pastors, at least in our area that are, don't have the same vision as their senior pastor, or lead pastor. Yeah. And, and, and then what happens is they get bitter and then people that feel bitter don't feel blessed. And then they feel broken. And then, uh, and then they, you know, despise the church or, or don't want to be in student ministry anymore. And the turnover rate in youth pastors, uh, at least in, in the South, I don't know about Colorado, but over here, it's about two years. Um, every two years we lose youth pastors and I'm, I'm the director of the student pastor network for, uh, all of West Georgia now. And, uh, I'm on my second year and I can tell you that, um, I would say about 60% of the youth pastors that I had relationships with last year are gone. Um, so it, it, it's tough. So, but I think it's just a lot of people that are just looking for a job, uh, in a church. And, um, so I would say just take it seriously, but don't take it seriously. Um, you know, don't come in thinking I'm going to be this guy come in thinking, how can God use yeah. me? Um, I know that's real preachery and real churchy, but I believe it a hundred percent. It's so. that's so good, and and I think it hits where it's, I, I've seen this trend over the last you know several years of, of being in a ministry, and I think you know it happened probably when when I was starting into ministry that all of a sudden we started seeing youth pastors that actually did want to become youth pastors. It wasn't like a stepping stone within ministry and things like that, where sure. people are tar- starting to take that student ministry role more seriously. And this is what God has called me to do, but. But yeah, you also, I think with that, sometimes you cross that line and, and take it a little too seriously and start thinking like, I'm going to be the next, you know, whatever name you want to fill in there um, instead of just being yeah. who God has called you to be where he's called you to be. And uh, well, and then you got a lot of these guys that, that, I mean, just like that, but sometimes they get bitter mm-hmm. because you know, that age old question. I mean, you're, you're a student pastor. They'll come up and say, so when are you going to be yeah. a, a real pastor, right. Steve, when's that going to happen? And you're like, uh, I thought yeah. I was, yeah. you know, uh, and some people handle that differently. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I love the fact that like what you talked about, about like being in line, I think that's, that's huge to be able to see your ministry as a part of the whole is, is, is huge. I think cause, cause I've been there where I've, where I've towed the line of bitterness and it's, it's not a fun place to be at all. And, and all of a sudden you start seeing competition right. within your own church and all these different things. And like, that's not what it's all about at all. Sure. Yeah. And then you come in and, and uh, a lot of it's, you know, like, um, you come in and that honeymoon hmm. phase ends after two years. Well, they weren't prepared yeah. for it. So they, as soon as they get pushed back, they're right. out. So, right. Yeah. Man, Austin, it's been great to talk to you today. Uh, I'm sure that people are going to want to connect with you more online. They're going to want to check out your podcasts. I'd love to have you share some ideas of where some people can uh, find you online. Yeah, if you, you can follow me on Twitter. I post a lot of my updates on, on like our ministry and our podcast there. It's uh, at Austin C. Williams. Very easy. And then Instagram's uh, at Austin Williams C. So um, you can just check everything out on there or you can look at our uh, podcast at YSM Podcast. And then our student ministries at First VR Students. So you can, if y'all ever want to check it out, see what we're doing. Maybe it helps you. Maybe it's something that you will learn what not to do. Who knows? Um, but I'm just here to help either way. <laughs> well, Austin, again, it's been awesome to talk to you today. And may God bless your ministry. Thanks, Steve. I'm about to add you on Facebook, so don't All be right. freaked out. <laughs> Sounds great. 
You know, one of my favorite quotes from Austin in this episode was this. He said that people who are bitter don't feel blessed. And I hope you feel blessed. I hope you're not bitter in your ministry. Um, But maybe there was another quote that stood out to you, uh, something that Austin said that really resonated with you. Be sure to share that on social media. Let us know. Tag us as well. If you're not following us on social media, be sure to do so. We're at Stu Men Pod on Twitter. We're at The Student Ministry Podcast, both on Facebook and Instagram. And we'd love for you to follow us. You can also follow me if you want on uh, all those different platforms at Steve Cullum. And be sure to follow Austin and his podcast and everything he does in ministry. We do want to thank our sponsors one more time, WorkCamp NE for all your mission trip needs for student ministry. That's WorkCampNE.com and the National Network of Youth Ministries. Their website is YouthWorkers.net. Be sure to get connected with other youth workers in your area. Uh, again, we've we've come to the end of another podcast. I mean, it, it's flown by, right? I know that many of you are wanting to go on. You want to hear more stories. But if you're new, we have 38 other episodes for you to check out before this one. So make sure you do look back in our archives and uh, listen to those and share them with other youth workers that you know that need to hear these stories of encouragement, of wisdom, and just hearing what God is doing around the world in youth ministry. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in to the Student Ministry Podcast. Again, my name is Steve Cullum, and we thank you so much, and may God bless your ministry. Thank you.